0: Seven oh two.
1: The UK Report with Adam Gilchrist. Morning Adam, how you doing?
0: Hey morning, Ray. Very well, thank you. Very well. I, I was gonna say Merry Christmas for a moment, but we <laughs> might have moved on. <laughs>
1: it's, almost, it's almost time for Happy New Year, but we'll get to that at the weekend. Now, George Michael's charity work, it turns out he didn't stop giving. Great guy, actually
0: yeah it, it, extraordinary i mean we knew that george michael did a lot for charity but the scale and the detail that's come out in the last 24 hours the last 48 hours or so is extraordinary and and in the outpouring of love for him as well as george michael's family are saying they're touched beyond words but just as a for instance excuse me here's some of the stuff that george michael did that that we didn't necessarily know about he funded a couple's ibf treatment for fifteen thousand pounds he simply heard their story on a daytime tv quiz show and gave them the money to see if they could have a baby Um, He gave uh, £100,000 every year anonymously to a radio charity day in London. He gave £50,000, although we did perhaps know this, to support the comedian David Walliams swimming the English Channel. Royalties from Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me went entirely to HIV and children's charities. Royalties from Jesus to a Child went to Childline, another charity, £2 quid. He played a free concert for Macmillan Cancer Nurses, which we knew about, but in the course of that... His mother had undergone cancer treatment. He gave one student nurse individually £5,000 simply because he heard she was in debt. He worked anonymously at a homeless shelter where he volunteered constantly. Extraordinary, just the detail and the amount of it, and, 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 and that's only touching some of it. And obviously, he was also busy having a very, very successful music career as well. How he found time for the music, I have no idea with all that lot.
1: <laughs> I know it's not on your list but uh, for this morning, but Princess Leia passing away, that must be huge in the UK. Carrie Fisher dead at the age okay. of 60.
0: Yes, absolutely. She was a real darling of um, of chat shows in the UK as well, uh, in particular Graham Norton. She was a great pal of, of him, and so she was always on his show, uh, well, most seasons she was on. And she, in fact, of course, had just been in London on uh, doing two or three TV appearances here and then had a heart attack on the way back. And yes, you're right. I mean, a, a, an awful lot of us, had, depending on your generation, whether she touches you because of the, the videos, the DVD, the Star Wars reboot, the original, whatever it was, but most of us have very fond memories of Princess Leia. Uh, some of us, the gold bikini might spring into mind. But oh, yeah. but also, uh, also a fabulous book and the film that came out of it, Postcards from the Edge and, and other things. She was a wonderfully acerbic character, which pe- people in the UK definitely had warmed to her. And also, I have to say, Ray, that... You know, this is a, if I can put it without sounding too crass. This is a whole sort of package of celebrity death. We had Rick Parfitt from Status Quo on Christmas Eve. We had George Michael on Christmas Day. The, the great actress Liz Smith, who was so wonderful uh, from old age, uh, in, in so many things in films and TV, and, that, and then Carrie Fisher to, as it were, round it off. And so that that's quite a package of, of loss over mm-hmm. the festive period.
1: A diabetic time bomb, a dire health warning for obese in Britain, in fact, for obese in South Africa as well.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's one of those of, of what happens. And, uh, what we're being told is that desk jobs and fast food and the daily grind are taking their toll. This is our public health body called Public Health England telling us that 80% of people aged between 40 and 60, 80% are overweight, drinking too much, or getting too little exercise, or all of those, perhaps. But interestingly, although, yeah, we're getting slightly beaten up post-Christmas, put away the turkey, stop eating the pudding, forget the last mince pie, all that sort of stuff, and, you know, we get enough TV ads telling us to do that stuff as well. But interestingly, they also refer to an awful lot of people between 40 and 60 as the sandwich generation, people caring for their children whilst also caring for increasingly aging parents and therefore sort of caught up in that, in that time lock between kids and parents and more so parents because parents are living longer and suffering from other things and so forth mm. and therefore they're not looking after themselves. So we're being told, look after yourself as well as everyone else.
1: <laughs> that's a bit of a problem. But the same thing in this country as well. People are living longer and you have to take that into account, I suppose, Adam. Yes, that's true. Then the travelling royals, guess who's racked up the most royal air miles? Who could that be?
0: Yeah, who would you think? Who would you think of as being, in 2016, the most travelled
1: member Mm. of the royal family
0: who's been been everywhere,
1: as it were? It's got to be Prince William.
0: Uh, That's not a bad shout, but actually, no, I think he comes in at something like 4th. Oh, wow, who is it? Yeah, no, it's Prince Harry, um, who I suppose, arguably, until 18 months ago, he had a proper career he was a full-time army professional he gave up being in the british army and since then he perhaps hasn't had a proper job unless you count being a royal member of the royal family is a proper job but uh, yeah prince harry's increasingly taken on more and more roles and therefore he's represented the queen in all sorts of places florida and the caribbean and canada and so forth but interesting as well he's closely followed by prince edward one of those royals who slips under the radar and then prince andrew and then princess anne so they're not necessarily the roles you would automatically think of traveling i think the most mm. surprising thing of all, all these air miles that are getting notched up by our royal family, is that the Queen and her husband, Prince Philip, went nowhere abroad in 2016, uh, which is quite surprising. Once upon a time, of course, they'd have uh, they'd have racked it up, but closely followed by Prince Charles. So the Queen and Prince Charles are going nowhere terribly fast at the moment.
1: That is so interesting. It really is so interesting. Adam Gilchrist with our UK report. We'll chatting into to you tomorrow. You're on. Cheers, Frank. Thanks. Cheers, Adam Gilchrist. Uh,